0: On this week's edition of the of Chair Podcast, we will be talking about games that we may have or may not have played. But we're hoping that you don't know this because otherwise, why would this podcast exist? And we're back. Welcome to episode... 11 is that About where I, game I, game I, game we're up to now? <laughs> <laughs> we're way behind on our show, but <laughs> welcome to episode 11, I believe, of the Game and Chair podcast. Even though this is not technically like the 11th time that you've seen us, if you've been following us on Twitch and seeing our game for like Friday the 13th, Dead by Daylight. Back for Blood, the infamous um, screen where I could only play like 10 minutes before quitting. So we have been around much longer than that, ladies and gentlemen, but this is officially episode 11 of the Gaming Chair podcast. The third episode without our guy, Mr. Isaiah Jones, who's busy handling some business out in Tennessee, but he will be back in January of 2022. Mr. The Dude times too. But in the meantime, you still got us. You got me, Liddell, the Delta Fashion East, though. And alongside me today is the Black Dawn himself, Sean. What's going on, brother?
1: Yo, what's up, people? Um, you know, if you see me wince in pain right now, I, I recently got my braces tightened, and I can actually feel my teeth shifting. So, you know, you'll probably see me
0: do that or like just wince a little bit. <laughs> hey, man, that's progress. That's progress, man. That's it's it's almost that uh, basically mean that soon the braces will be coming off very soon. This shit hurt. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I have braces. I already know the deal, bro. Like, I already know the deal. You know, shout out to my dad. I hope she's still alive. You know, because it was a long time ago. But you're yeah, not coming across this. Just know that Liddell was thinking of you. but uh, you all right, y'all not here for, you know, the, the, the talk or anything like that. Y'all here for the gaming talk, you know. You know how we you normally know, get down on the gaming chat. We're basically like the ghetto version of IGN and all that. But... um. You know, that's why most of y'all yeah, fuck with us, you know, because y'all don't want that corporate, you know, professional feel. Like, you want to know whether that we play games or not. So let's get into our first segment of the week, you know. Um, What what games have we been playing this week? So let's start with you, my gosh. So, what games have you been playing this week? Or how have you been playing games this week? Because sometimes we don't be playing games, but, yeah, we're on the podcast talking about video games. So it's kind of like an oxymoron. So where that's we true. at this week with really? it? Let's
1: see. So this week, mostly, I've been playing uh, one of the free games that had came up for November back on the PS4, which is actually the Knockout City, if any of y'all have ever played that, is basically like, you know, uh, three-team dodgeball that you play with, like, you go your friends and stuff like that. I've been, like, in a crew with, like, two of my other friends. I'm not going to give you the crew name. It's very inappropriate. But <laughs> it's just no, like, I just got a hang of it, and it's actually very fun. You should join it.
0: Okay. Okay. As for me, I'm gonna play Forza Horizon Five because I'm not sure. Because I I ain't gonna hold y'all, ladies and gentlemen. I <laughs> I should not be saying this. And y'all click away from this video, if this is your first time viewing this viewing um the the Game of Chair podcast on the top podcast network. First of all, welcome to the channel, and I hope that what I'm about to say does not dissuade you. If that is a word, is is dissuade a word?
1: Dissuade.
0: This this the a word kind of persuade crazy. I know there's a person. It's the a it. word. Getting directions to work. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this is the, <laughs> <laughs> the ghetto But anyway, <laughs> I hope what I'm about to say does not deter you. All right, that's I know that's, that's not a word. I know that's a word. Not, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> I hope what I'm about to say does not deter you from this episode, but I don't necessarily play video games every week unless, like, we're screaming or something like that, which is, like, every Thursday, every, you know, second and third Thursday of the month. You know, that's our schedule. Links to our Twitch channel is in the description box below. But um, Xbox, I don't know which week it was. I know it was this past weekend when I checked it out. They have the, the new cloud system now. Because before they used to have it like on mobile devices, like you, on your phone, your tablet, like you could like stream your games through the cloud. You can now do it on your system, because you know how like on PlayStation now, right? You can kind of like you know download the games and scream it if you have like stable internet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can now do that on on the on Xbox the Series X. I'm not sure if it's the Xbox One, it allows you to do it, but I'm assuming it is because you know Xbox the whole ecosystem, so they kind of like share features and shit. But um, I'll play Forza Horizon 5, and um, for someone that hasn't played Forza since the Xbox 360 days, I know that's a long time ago, I thoroughly enjoyed the game. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the gameplay, you know, even though it kind of gets repetitive to hear the same song tracks over and over again. But, you know, just driving around in, in Mexico, you know, driving through sand stores and all that it just seemed like, the full realistic graphics, I think it was some dope shit, you know. So I've been playing that. Of course, we're in the middle of football season, so I've also been playing Madden. So that's mostly what I've been playing well this week. I haven't got back into back for blood just yet, but who knows? I might get into it next Thursday when we're screaming on Twitch, you know, just for some fun content. So that might be the next time I play that. Guards of the Galaxy. I love the game, but I haven't played this since I I first bought it when it first came out, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. I know. That's all I said, ladies and gentlemen, do not judge me. I basically, I buy games just because I like having new shit. You know, that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, if something comes out, I just want to be like, you know what? I at least have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I want to play it, I could just, all right, it's already on my hard drive. It's already on my um, expansion card. I could just play it rather than, oh, like, oh, like, I should purchase, you know, it doesn't really make a difference if you buy your games digital or not, but I just, like, have a shit on my hard drive, know that, okay, I have access to it whenever I want to play it, you know what I mean? But, speaking of games that I do not have, but I'm glad I have not played, Battlefield, you know, 2042, a Call of Duty Vanguard. So, that'll basically bring us to our This weekend Gaming segment. Both games have. Sean? Mm-hmm. Both of these games are not also set of starts whatsoever. You know, these are the first two games on the new next gen hardware. Okay, Graphically, they're very good, but they're buggy as hell, especially in the case of Battlefield 2042. Now, what were the main problems with Battlefield 2042? Now, you I'm also sure, like, you remember, like, uh, me, you out there, did the whole, I believe it was, um, was it e3 or gamescon something like that where you all checked out like the trailer for the game and we're like oh my god it, it looks breathtaking mm-hmm. it really does but what was the make do you remember the main complaint that i had about the game
1: the main complaint that you had about the game back then
0: hmm. graphics were dope remember that little segment
1: we saw everything mm-hmm. i think what was it the girl was like running in and all stuff like that going through the different buildings and all the stuff that was that Call was of me. Duty.
0: That was, that was Call of Duty. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: I do not, actually. What was your main complaint?
0: Okay. My main complaint was the fact that there was no story campaign. Yes. For the game. All right. That is still true. That is still true. But it's just unfortunate that and we actually have the article here. So we can basically go through most of the main problems. Got you. For the game. But, um... One of the biggest issues is the fact that it's a buggy mess. Now, of course, is article from Kotaku.com. the title of EA Play, EA Play Battlefield Universe following awful Battlefield 2042 launch. Okay. So what are the main issues with this game? Like I said, the simple fact that the game is a buggy mess, mm-hmm. online does not work properly. So there's that. And then, and then, like, most of the features just, they don't work well at launch, you know. And one of the biggest problems, especially when you have a game where it's, like, mostly online only, every day needs to work properly. Pretty much. You know, so, because there's not really that much to do in the game. So, like, all right, there's one aspect of the game. That's, for instance, if an online mode is broken, at least you can go, okay, well, I could at least play the campaign mode. You can't even do that. Because there's no it's not so, him. <laughs> you know, exactly. So when your whole game is just based off, you know, online play, and that's not working properly due to like bugs, you know, and 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 just issues that could just affect the overall performance of the game. That's basically nerfing the lifespan of the game, right there. So, but in a statement, in a statement from a battlefield. Twenty-four to rep from. It basically said from Respawn Entertainment, Mr. Co-founder and CEO Vince Zapella would now be overseeing the Battlefield development following the departure of Dice General Manager Oscar Gaberson. Zampella was previously charge with overhauling Dice Los Angeles in early twenty twenty-one. A move that I'm basically reading this shit word for word, ladies and gentlemen, because we need to fill up some time for this show. Just give you a break. I'll just, I'll just be a transparent about what it is. All right. The move that saw so a company rebrand as Ripple Effect Studios. Ripple Effect is credited with the development Battlefield 2042's well-regarded portal mode, which allows players to create custom matches with content from previous games. Okay. Now, in the statement. It reads: We will continue to evolve and grow Battlefield 2042, and will explore new kinds of experiences and business models along the way that we can add to that foundation to provide an awesome array of experiences for our players. told Gamespot. In this universe, the worlds interconnected with shared characters and narrative. This universe is also built with our community as we harness the power of portal and user generate content that puts creativity in the hands of our players. So basically, the game is basically working on a, I believe, if we could take away, one thing for the article here, that they're working on a, on a universe,
1: remote, mm-hmm.
0: you know, which I guess is kind of like, you know, it's gonna be a space like, I guess, this is my assumption, ladies and gentlemen, so please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't really do that much research as I should have for this. <laughs> I'm just am just being honest, you know, but it seems like, you know, because on the PlayStation side, you know, you have PS4 users. They can play with PS5 users on most games. Xbox One users can play with Series X users in one game. So it seems like it's bringing that hub together, so to speak. So basically, everybody could just, you know, play together and all that. So, so with that being said, like I said, the main issues for the game was it's just a buggy mess, and online the online component just does not work properly. So with that, so with that, let's get to the Call of Duty Vanguard issue because the public, the public outcry for that game, the public, you know, what's the word for it? The public uh, criticism. Let's just go with that because it's just an easy word to think of at this point in time. Is the you call duty the fan outrage. base, all right. Our age would have been, yeah, worse.
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, ladies, uh, at the time, of this recording, like we, we basically spent like a whole hour talking about something that had that to do with me. Okay, so <laughs> you know, so give us a break, all right. And you want that type of content, then subscribe to our, our future patreon I haven't decided on the tiers yet, but we're working on it. We got some great content for you guys, you know. They were like, you know, man stuff, relationship, all that shit. You know, basically anything we can't talk about on, on YouTube the heart you know. chair, <laughs>
1: yeah, heart <laughs> chair.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, the outrage in regards to like Call of Duty Vanguard is like their fan base has been way more vocal because obviously more people play Call of Duty, right? Mm-hmm. It's only right. But, um, the thing is with Call of Duty Vanguard is that. Not too many people are really, it's not so much that the game is a, is a buggy mess or anything like that, even though it, it is in some areas, but people aren't really buying the game. Yeah, They're really not. And it's crazy because like, okay, we're on next generation consoles, it's still hard to get a PS5 and a Series X to this day. Oh, before, I guess before we
1: continue with that news, it was something else that I had looked up earlier today. Apparently, there was like a drop. There was a secret, not like a secret drop, but like basically I think the PS5 and the Xbox Series X dropped in Target to mm-hmm. like sell and sold out within a few minutes. Like legit, I read an article that stated oh, you know, it was, like, a sale going on for, like, you know, the Xbox and something over at Target, and then within the next few minutes, the article was updated and said it was sold out. And
0: I was just wow. like... saying... <laughs> that, that has just been gaming in 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Like, shit <laughs> just not going according to plan, man. It, it's just not, unfortunately, you know. And then we have, you know, the GTA... I don't think we just had the opportunity to talk. I know we did speak about it beforehand, but um, even some, some fans are not even so hot on on that trilogy that was released. There's a film edition that had GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. Like, yeah, it basically plays like those games still, but, you know, it's like it's just a remaster? So mm. Plus, you don't have access to all the songs for the previous games. You say licenses, it's just stuff like that. GTA 3 is obviously the worst one to play, you know, because it's the older game, and it still feels like an older game, you know, just like the game mechanics, everything like that. But mm. and see, like, gaming of 2021 has just been, like, a real bus, Like everything in 2021? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, like I'm not sure if Isaiah here said that Ratchet Clek was a was a pretty good game, Mm. so there's that and then I believe there's another game I, I'm not, you know what, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't remember the name of the game and I'll be like, oh my god this motherfucker don't know the name of the game so why is he talking about it? Okay. but you know like, there hasn't really been that much quality games that have come out this year you know, but uh, let's get to Vanguard before we go to uh, you know, your review of Resident Evil Raccoon City because you're like our movie expert on the show, like you're always out of the theaters watching the I know you're gonna see Spider-Man. Um oh I already watched <laughs> <laughs> I already know said, I shame on me for asking. Shame on me for asking. You know, so if you want Sean's thoughts on that on that movie, stay tuned. When does it come on? December 17th.
1: So it's supposed to come out December seventeenth, but because my best friend was on it, we're going to see it the following night. So we're going to see it, I think, Thursday night.
0: Okay. All right. Well, here we are. Uh, just thank you, IGF, for basically giving us some content <laughs> for this show. Definitely <laughs> appreciate you guys. Either y'all know who the hell we are, but uh, Call of Duty fans reveal why they aren't buying Vanguard. And the subtext reads, we are all just too busy, man. Which, I mean, like, busy with what? Because there hasn't really been that many hot gaming releases this year. You know what I mean? Like, There's been some good shit, like, don't get me wrong. But nothing like groundbreaking. Oh, my God. Like, we haven't had, like, a God of War or, like, an Uncharted or, like, a Last of Us type of release. or or, Or Ghost of Tsushima. I know name of all PlayStation games because let's be for real, PlayStation, they make like they make the best exclusives. Like, no disrespect to Xbox. Like, I love Xbox, I love my Series X. You know, I love being a part of the Xbox ecosystem, but PlayStation, they just gotta be what comes out to the exclusive. Like, let's be for real. <laughs> but according to a survey by Game Industry Biz, a survey 671 gaming convention attendees recently about their call of duty purchase habits. Those 284 individuals said they have purchased Call of Duty games in the last five years, but only 59 people, 59 gamers, 21% of that group said they have bought Vanguard. And this is the latest release, by the way. Of that remaining group that recently purchased Call of Duty games but did not buy Vanguard, more than half of respondents, 55% said they were too busy playing other games already. So that's kind of interesting right there, you know, because let's unpack that for a second. Vanguard—that's just basically the game that just received released. But and we all know, like Call of Duty is like it's a big time first person shooter franchise. It's probably the biggest first person shooter out there, you know what I mean? Because Gears of War is not really out there right now. Halo is low key making a comeback with Infinite, and the campaign will be released very soon. But um, do you feel like that would have been the next one? Yeah, but Battle- <laughs> Battlefield hasn't released a great game since Battlefield 4, mm. if we're being honest. Because I played Battlefield Hardline, a lot. I played Battlefield 5. I played Battlefield 1. I didn't play 2042, thank God, because it had no campaign mode. But do you think that Call of Duty part basically shot themselves in the foot by releasing Call of Duty Warzone, the free-to-play game? mm mm-hmm.
1: I would honestly, I'll say I can't understand that probably being why, you know, a lot of people maybe haven't bought the newest game. And I can kind of say as much as, you know, I guess that that like that mini caption where I say, you know, we're all busy playing video games, like other games that comes because of I would say that honestly come because of what has become the DLC system of gaming lately, where basically games are almost like endlessly still going. So even, like, let's say using something recent, Ghost of Tsushima, though that may have been, like, a story game, like, you know, a storyline game where you play through, it might be open world, so you're exploring and everything, every time that games decide that they want to do more DLC or keep a storyline going, you're kind of stuck on that game for a while. Like, I know Destiny 2 has basically been updating and doing a bunch of other things like i guess over the years that's keeping people enthralled my one of my friends basically tries to get me to come on destiny 2 almost like every other month or so like that and i do want to go check it out it's just i'm usually busy with all everything else that's going on but the fact that destiny 2 will keep releasing stuff and i think they're also gearing up for another big expansion pack next year is kind of like showcasing what games have been doing a lot lately which is basically We're no longer getting full versions of games, or we're getting games that don't end anymore. So with them releasing, let's say, Call of Duty. Like Like GTA 5. Like GTA GTA, 5. Or GTA Online, rather.
0: (laughs) GTA Online, I should say.
1: At this point, GTA GTA Online is its own entity, and they keep releasing new stuff for it. So we keep saying, when are you going to get to the next GTA? You know, what, like GTA 6? I think that's what we're waiting for now. We're waiting for GTA 6, but because GTA Online has become its own thing in its own kind of right with missions and plot lines and all this stuff like that, and I don't even remember. I feel like we talked about it before. When did GTA 5 come out? It's been at least a solid, what, seven to ten years now. 2013. (laughs) It was on a
0: 360 and a PS3 first. Like... Hey, what game go to three console generations? That's, that's
1: a problem. <laughs> like, like, like this, this I guess this whole DLC thing is honestly what's taking away like the, well, DLCs and like, I guess just this thing to keep like you enthralled in this one game universe is what's keeping us all kind of like stagnant with any new games that come out. Because let's say, I, I'm going to sound, I guess, bad to say, it, but let's be honest. Games like Call of Duty or Battlefield, I would say this even about the sports games sometimes, but it's like, it's usually the same mechanic over and over again, just with maybe the plot change, a detail change. When it comes to NBA, I love to make the joke about they just enhance the sweat. Everything looks more (laughs) more realistic. You see how much sweat is going down their face. (laughs) But it's like, it's just, we're playing basically almost the same game over and over again, just... They just update the form. Like, you know, we end up having to buy a new version of the game. So I'll say to hear, like, I guess Vanguard not doing so well, it's both surprising, but it's not surprising at all because you got stuff like Warzone. They, I'm pretty sure they remastered, what was it? They remastered one of the older Call of Duties again. I don't remember which one. Was it Modern Warfare? I believe so. So okay, if they remodeled Modern Warfare, and if a lot of people felt like that was, that was the unexpected. last,
0: that was the last one that came out before. Wait, the first Modern Warfare, right? I think so. Yeah, cause I know the There's Modern Warfare that came out on the 360, and then they remastered it. But there's something to it,
1: right? So like, so if I they're remember. let's say, even like how you just brought up, they remastered the GTA, the GTA trilogy, or whatever. Like even if there was, they're bombing, I guess, right now. It's the fact that we're all playing kind of old games over and over again because they keep remastering old games and getting us back into it. So nobody's going for anything new now. Almost, you know, this goes for like a lot of stuff. You can even use that with like movies since we're going to be talking about that later. But like when you basically remaster a game or you just keep changing one minor detail, everybody kind of gets over it, I want to say, very quickly. So you just play the one that you like. And if everybody like, let's say, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, then you probably got a bunch of people
0: still on the Call of Duty Modern Warfare server. Then you know <laughs> Look at look at Rainbow Six Siege, which is one of Isaiah's favorite games. That game still gets updated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But in the case of in the case of Vanguard, basically the overall the overall uh, perspective of, of everybody in the gaming community is that it's not so much that it's not as bad as Battlefield 2042. Mm-hmm. that's first and foremost but like I said the outrage for Call of Duty is going to be always going to exceed our battlefield because there's more people that play Call of Duty there's more of a market machine behind Call of Duty than is Battlefield the thing is that I'm here about for the uh Call of Duty fan base that Vanguard just has a shorter campaign mm-hmm. and the online modes is just it's nothing groundbreaking you know so Maybe the better question could be for this is, you know, are gamers just gay gave, like gaming gave fatigue? So it's because, like you said, like people just comfortable play the games that they have, you know. So, like, our developers just unable to just to like, you know, make content that's kind of like, you know, basically like next gen worthy? Because let's be for instance, like, I know, like, like, me and you were both trying to get a PS5, right? right. Still to this day, lucky that I got my Series X on day one, but this hardy. I hardly have any, like, next-gen exclusives that I'm, like, playing on a regular on. Because I'm like, okay, like, this doesn't really necessarily feel next-gen. Like, where are the groundbreaking features? Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, are, are gaming developer, are they just not, like, because, like, they could get the graphics up there. Obviously, like that's been proven. Even though the graphic leap from the PS4 to the PS5 and the Xbox One to the Series X, it's not that big of a jump as it was from the PS3 to PS4 and the 360 to the Xbox One. It's not that, except for like a few pixels here and there, you know. So clearer, defined, like with Spider Man, you know, Spider Man on PS4, the Spider Man on the PS5, you know, like stuff effect at all, like you can see your reflection in the mirror or you know see more details in the shoe like it's basically like the same graphical game you know mm-hmm. it just runs faster, you know, smoother, but that's about it, so I don't know, maybe the main thing is the fact that you know it could come down to the fact that like justice is just hard to find, but also at the same time these games are also available on the current gen platforms as well, mm-hmm. but they're just not offering you know anything that's groundbreaking. That us as gamers haven't already played, so I think that's the main thing. Honestly, <laughs> everybody's but, bored. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but if you guys, if you guys are looking for new games to play, if you're on, you know, the PlayStation's systems or the Xbox system, we do have some game announcements for you guys. Um, on the PlayStation side, for PlayStation Plus games for December, we have Godfall. The Challenger Edition. That was a game that basically was supposed to be like a PS5 exclusive, but then uh, you know, just as most of the PS5 exclusives, they released it on PS4 because they were like, hey, everybody have a PS5, so we have option to make some more money off these P- off of you know these games. So why not just release these games on PS4? So I have it with the case of Godfall. Then we also have DC Super Villains, Lego DC Super Villains. That's also coming for uh, PlayStation Plus games for December, and then we have Mortal Shell. So those are your three PlayStation Plus games for December. They will all be available on December 7th. On the Xbox side, it's a struggle for us boys out here. We get <laughs> we get The Escapist 2, which will be available for December 1st through December 31st. We also have Tropical 5, which will be available for December 16th to January 15th. We have the Xbox 360 Orcs Must Die, which will be available for December 1st through December 15th. And we have Insanely Twisted Shadow Pet, which will be available from December 16th to December 31st, which is another Xbox 360 game. All four of those games are games that I have never heard of, but you know what? That's okay. Because we have Xbox Game Pass, and Game Pass, they always give us some good shit. So that basically concludes our this week in gaming. But um, we're curious though, before we wrap up this topic, like what game like, if you own Battlefield 2042, if you own Call of Duty Vanguard. Which game do you feel has been like the most disappointing between the two? And um, tell us, are you still playing those games? And if you are, you know, like what's basically what's keeping you playing (laughs) them? One and two, if you're not, then basically what can you know, Dice and EA, what can um, Activision over at Call of Duty, what can they do to basically win you guys this trust over and get you guys to play these these new titles that just released this past month that basically like they just lost so much momentum in the span of like three weeks. Which is crazy because both gays came out literally three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. But um but yes, let us know your thoughts in the comment section down below if you made it this far. You know, but um uh, we're gonna wrap up this show with our review. Because like I said, Sean here, he's our movie guy. So tell us, what did you think of Resident Evil? Welcome to Raccoon City. Okay. So, let's see. I can't remember the guy's
1: name right now. Hold up. Let me make sure I do that justice, at least for some evil. Welcome to the raw, real show that, you know, is the chair. I'm looking up information right now as I'm talking. I, I, mean,
0: <laughs> I mean, like, no though. No You've been, like, the MVP of this whole episode you know because I don't <laughs> like this. you see i've been reading for these websites just to fill up time like at least you know your shit. i'm pretending right. on my shit. <laughs> so
1: apparently the director for um the director for this reboot the resident evil welcome to Raccoon city is a big fan of the series and this actually showcases itself in the actual movie because rather than with the original franchise which was focused on like a whole Kind of like original character, I think Alice was her name. This one actually has at least...
0: Wait, was it like Claire?
1: Mm-mm. Well, okay, so in the original series, I think a few of them show up. Like I think Jill shows up, Chris shows up, Leon shows up near the end. Um, I think Claire? Yeah, Claire does show up at some point. So they like they incorporate them at some point. Wesker, I think, was the main was a big antagonist for that thing, but like the overall main character was like Alice. So they did, you know, they did do some kind of justice for the, I guess, the video game series where they brought in the characters. They just weren't necessarily the focus of it as much as Alice was. So to retcon that, in this one, we get the main focus was basically Claire Chris. Claire, Chris, Leon, Jill, Wesker, and Ada, who kind of shows up near the end of the movie. Sorry, spoilers. That's the one spoiler thing that I'm revealing right now. <laughs> Hold on, let me know. Hold on, let me know. Is Dr. Birkin in the movie? Birkin. Birkin also shows up in it. So, okay. So this movie basically was tailored to anybody who's a fan of the actual game. The only problem that I found in this movie is that basically because so many like they're trying to i guess give to like the fans of like the the game series and everything so this easter egg scattered around it the characters themselves don't really feel too fleshed out like you know who they are because you get their names and stuff like that but other than that they're like kind of like just kind of shadow versions of who they are like in the game so it's like you know you have their names and maybe they show like a little bit of a a character trait of who they are in the game. But that's mostly like about it. Like, you know, this, like they got like, maybe, maybe I think like Claire's wearing like her iconic red jacket from the second game. Um, Leon, when you first see him, he's obviously in his, like the, the, the Franklin city. Yeah. The Franklin city tactical shirt. Chris is in his, like, I guess the tactical one from going like away on the trip. Jill is Wesker is like you know, it shows that. But for the most part, the movie what's up, Lido? I thought you were about to say something. Yeah, and yeah.
0: does Dr. Burger, does he kind of like, mutate? He Dr. mutates. Dr. We
1: get that. We get that. Okay, we get okay. Dr. Birkin, like the enemy Dr. Birkin, kind of as the villain-ish. Let's yeah he's, he's actually about
0: he's actually my favorite character throughout the whole resident evil series i know some people they love nemesis and all uh, but to you me like Dr. Burke? Burke, yeah he's to me, he's tragic because like he's a scientist he has a daughter mm-hmm. to that but like he just like just his work just got the vessel he it just got out of control he just it's just tragic so it's how like- he just go like this human being to, like this monster like figure you know it's just
1: Oh, like that's they, crazy. they, they do that. They like they go when Doctor Birkin goes to his mutations. They're at least they fit who they are. I'll say it like that. Like he comes when he mutates, he gets that like whole the big eye thing that's on like his um his his arm. chest and everything, his arm and everything. They at least do that. The only problem, like I was saying, the only problem is does like they show
0: all three transformations?
1: I think they showed all three. They show all through transformation. I
0: think they he's control. supposed to be so like some big ass monster at the end that just can't walk or nothing bad, like the gigantic mouth. They we
1: and go. Like,
0: and they're like at the train station, kind of at the end of the game. Like basically, like he's like chasing them, like Claire, I forgot, I think it's Leon at the train station. They do that. Okay.
1: So basically, like I'll say that I guess that goes into it. What the problem with this movie was because of, I guess, pacing issue, the pacing issue. They literally tried to fit the storyline for game one and game two in one movie. And when I say that, it's like they keep jumping back and forth between what Jill and Chris are doing in the mansion, like with Wesker and all of that. And they jump to what's going on in Raccoon City with like Claire and Claire and um Leon.
0: Oh but that just what, sounds like a mess.
1: It's like it becomes a mess simply because they it's like they're not, they don't fully flesh it out. Like they kind of like set like they show the characters. And then they're like, all right, cool. We throw Chris and Jill and Wesker that way. They get on the helicopter. Like, you know, they get on the helicopter. They go to check the mansion. This person dies. It's like, you know, this person dies. The helicopter flies through the mansion. This is going on. This is going on. Then we go over to, like, Leon and, like, Jill. uh, Leon and Claire. And this is going on. This is going on. and, And the rookie, you know, Leon is the rookie because that's what he was in the, in, the, in the second game. He's the rookie, and this and this, and he kind of put some, like, humor in there a little bit, some gore. Like, you know, they throw some gore, some humor, but everything just feels not fully fleshed out and just rushed. Like, if they would have focused on maybe, our the second game or the first game first, like, to introduce us into the world, like, if they were actually going to, like, film adapt the series, it probably would have worked more, where it's just like, all right, we get the whole story for, like, the first movie maybe and then we get the like maybe for a sequel we get the second mo- like the second um game for the second movie that would have been cool but legit everything gets rushed so when birkin does show up as the villain the fight isn't even the fight honestly isn't even like a fight it's like kind of like almost like pow <laughs> it's like look a, like a kind of a pow he's down he transforms mm-hmm. Pow. he's down He transforms. He turns, and when he turns into, again, this is going to be a major spoiler, but when he turns into the big form, there's no big fight. Legit, like, they kind of do what, you know, what happens at the end of every Resident Evil game. Leon comes out with with a rocket launcher, the staple of how they always end Resident Evil games, blasts him away, and then they walk out, and it just says Resident Evil. And you're kind of sitting there just like.
0: So all these transformations happen in the span of how many minutes?
1: The final act happens in at least 15 to 20 minutes.
0: Oh, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. Like, it's like, there's no, it's not really drawn out. Like, what is it? When Birkin transforms, he catches, I want to say Birkin transforms. He catches like Claire whatever. Or he's like throwing, he's throwing one of them around. Maybe it's like, I think he's throwing Chris around. He's throwing like Chris around. Claire comes and she's like, you know, let go of my brother. You know, the kind of cliche line, like let go of my brother. Mm. Shoots him down. They get on the train, and then he hits that last transformation. He's chasing them on a train, like, and it wasn't even a chase. Like they're on a train going. Raccoon City itself starts to get destroyed, and then he shows up to like basically breaks like the train in half a little bit. He's going after them, and the next you know it's just Leon with a rocket launcher. Boom. Movie's over. <laughs> You're just kind of like, okay. I got a vague version, like I got a vague storytelling of this whole entire first two games, just missing some like minor details and stuff like that.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't have it. That's it. That's crazy. All right. So, how would you review? So, what's your final score for the game? Like, no, fuck that. Is this game worth watching in theaters? Is it worth like renting on digital DVD, or is it people just skip it? This tried. is,
1: so it's like, okay, so if you're a fan of the, the actual the video game series, this is one of those you would most likely want to watch this when it comes on TV or, like, to rent it, kind of stuff like that. It probably isn't worth the theater view because you're honestly kind of, like, just going to kind of sit there and get, like, you know, again, if you're the fan of the thing, you'll enjoy it simply for the fact of seeing, oh, here's the favorite characters from the series or vague, like, pale imitations of who they are. Oh, this is Raccoon City. Oh, this is the Spencer Mansion. Oh, this happened. Oh, this happened. Oh, I know that I recognize that jacket. Oh, look, like they I'm laughing. They got the like the rocket launcher. They did it. Yay, kind of stuff like that. But otherwise, if you're like let's say someone trying to get into the series, you're better off playing the game. Like you you should honestly just like play the game. You shouldn't watch like this movie. You probably you wouldn't necessarily know anything that's really going on from watching this movie, if you are a new
0: fan. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. You now, see, all heroes do not wear capes. Sean goes, he watches these movies at theaters so that people like me and you don't have too, ladies and relationship. So basically what he's saying is, do not bother watching this movie, because this movie is going to be on Tubi real soon. <laughs> it's gonna be like one of those on those free to play, like on smart TV channels. That's basically what it is. But um, alright, so brother, we said about that time. It's about time for us to plug ourselves on the way out. Let everybody know what we're doing and like that. But before we do that, are there any games that you plan on playing this weekend?
1: So let's see. Um... I know you said Godfall comes out on the 7th, and I feel like I actually thought that would look impressive. Like, I don't know why I didn't get into it when it first came out, but I might get, like, you know, Godfall when it comes out on the 7th. But otherwise, yeah, it's a
0: free-to-play. Like, why not? got nothing to lose.
1: But, like, you know, like, otherwise it's going to be more Knockout City, probably going to try to actually commit and finish some of the actual games that I've been sitting on for a while. Like, I bought – I think I last one of the last times we all talked, I said I got Saints Row – the third, I think, remastered. Like I kind of got like a bundle of Saints Row and Saints 4, maybe. So maybe I actually f- finished that game. I should also finish Miles Morales because I haven't finished Miles Morales since it came out. <laughs>
0: hey, well, uh, hey, I'm, just, hey, I'm in You're, t- you're, t- you're <laughs> talking to someone that hasn't even finished GTA 5, and that game been out for like eight years, bro. So, like, <laughs> it is what it is. As for me, I'm i well. I'm not. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm not sure I'm gonna be playing no video games this week. I got bad shit to do. But if I find the time, I would like to. I'll definitely be like I think in a Marvel mood because I definitely want to finish Avengers. Mm-hmm. Because you know we got the Disney Plus stuff with like Hawkeye. Is Spider Man also
1: coming out for? I think they're dropping Spider Man and Avengers now, aren't
0: they? Yes, he, yes he is, but he's only gonna be on the PlayStation consoles, unfortunately. Mm. So. You know, I have the game for PlayStation, PlayStation 4 as well, so it doesn't really matter. But um, I like it better on the Series X because it just runs smoother. Because mm-hmm. one of my biggest criticisms of playing on the PS4, the fact that it's hard for me to like, control Iron Man. But mm-hmm. on the Series X, you know, because just like, you know, the improved framework, you know, it's much smoother. You know, it's like control him up in the air. So I definitely want to play some more Avengers and also Guards of the Galaxy. I want to finish that. So those will be the two games that I'll be playing. You know this weekend if I can, you know, because I do have responsibilities and people that are dependent on me, you know, and all that. But, um, I'll say that if I say it too much, Sean, here, right now, what I mean by that. You already
1: got Patreon, yeah, but the heart,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm true. but uh, we recently part that show. It's time for us to plug ourselves on the way out. So, Sean, let everybody know where they can find your social media PSN, Nintendo Switch, all that good stuff
1: got you so if you want to play with me follow me i also am trying to get into the habit of adding more to the channel by streaming some of the games that i play myself so if anything you can find me on twitch instagram tiktok you'll find me all on my social medias with black dawn i've pretty much cornered the market of where is it right there i've cornered I the market on that name right at this moment and if let's you see, want to-
0: hold on, let's see if we can get the same of the fair. i'm gonna remove myself so we can get that
1: Got you. So if you want to follow me on like social medias and keep up with me there, you can follow me on Black Dawn on mostly everything. That's TikTok, Twitch, um, IG. And if you want to play with me on like PSN, it's St. Pharaoh right there. And I believe that's also my Switch ID too. So you'll either find me under Black Dawn or St. Pharaoh, those two.
0: Okay. Ask me you guys can find me on IG at the Delta Fashion East. i also the moderate in the true ever culture IG page. So you want to inquire about you know, possible interview inquiries or event coverages or want to like do any feature collabs, reach out to me there and then we could basically talk business and you know hopefully make some magic happen. In regards to on the gaming side, you can find me on the PSN at D one Math seven one eight and on the Xbox um Ladizzy. L-A-D-I-Z-Z-Y90. So that's basically where you can find us, guys. So you want to play with us, like those are those are our handles. Also, we'll be on Twitch next week. We will not be doing a typical roundtable podcast. So maybe we might screen some um back for blood, see if I guess we already nah, know that's gonna go. If I we'll play some Dead by Daylight, you know we, one thing about it, we're gonna play our horror games and shit like that because the whole thing is, the the gist is I get spooked easily playing the game. It makes for, like, some fun content. So you want to see little old smooth Carl Adele get spooked out and start yelling and shit and just fucking has his, have his controller aim in it and then shoot at a wall because I'm, like, so flustered that you definitely want to check us out on Twitch at the tuck. Wait, what's that shit?
1: Isn't this still the gaming chair?
0: Yeah, the gaming chair. The gaming chair underscore part. The, the 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 link to our Twitch would be in the chat. Oh fuck, the, the <laughs> <laughs> We're ghetto, over See, we're not where We have somebody like Ryan, like you know, like a fucking formal like closing and shit like that. So our Twitch is the gaming. Underscore pot. That's what I believe it is. But if I'm wrong, the link will be in the description. Just make sure you check that shit out. All right. But um, yes, until then, ladies and gentlemen, catch us next Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern time on Twitch. We'd love to see you guys play some games and all that type of stuff. And um, hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. But actually, you know before we get out of here, Sean, even though it's not Thanksgiving anymore, but what have you been the most thankful for this year?
1: I've been the most thankful for, honestly, like self-growth, the new people that I've been meeting in my life, and the way that my life seems to be going. You know, joining this podcast and everything has actually been very entertaining, very helpful, very growth. stuff. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to like where, you know, Tuck goes in the future.
0: Exactly. Thank you. And um, I'm excited about that as well. We have some great things on the horizon here at Tuck, you know. There's a lot of a rebrand is coming. Uh, There's still going to be tough, but we're going to push Culture Seven because that's why I found her, CEO, and editor Chief Antonio Godfrey. That's what he was working on before he passed. So, myself, you know, Kato, Sean, Marie, Donnie, Noel, Kenny, every- I can't, I don't want to name because I don't want to forget everybody <laughs> Isaiah, Darius, uh, <laughs> Lou. Jessica, Kelsey, Deja, Tamara, everybody. Did I say Kenny? Kenny. Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all know, I don't who know y'all. why I'm saying that song. Felicia. Terra. <laughs> <laughs> right right? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. you know, like um Amari, you know, who does most of our graphic work, you know, so um. I truly appreciate it and thankful for everybody that's a part of the True Urban Culture team. I'm excited. Oh yeah, and um Tyler as well. Uh, our editor. uh, I'm excited for you know what we have coming in store for you guys in 2022. The Game Chair Podcast. I know like we're kind of like a hot ass mess right now, but you know when we still try to find ways to make this shit entertaining for you guys. You know we'll we'll really take ourselves too seriously, but at the end of the day, we also want to provide give you guys the best possible product. And um, in the coming weeks, we're definitely gonna like, you know, try to incorporate more of our personalities friends like the show, especially like with uh, our Twitch screams. You know, because most of you guys mostly see me on camera, but once you guys are able to see Sean on camera, Isaiah on camera, is he, cause we all have different tastes in video games. So I think it's very important for you guys to see all of that. But um, until then, we thank you guys for the support, you know, it's not easy, obviously, launching like a YouTube channel and stuff like that. But, uh, especially like if you've never been on camera before, you know, this is new to like a lot, many of us. But I feel like we've been doing a very solid job thus far. And I know that the sky's the limit. We're going to get better. The game chair is going to get better. Out of Bounds is going to get better. Um, uh, Tuck Talk is going to get better. We have some new shows on the horizon. You know so stay tuned for more information on that in the next coming weeks you know so i'm just truly grateful for everything that we have going on man and um also a big shout out to um the red skull as well and everything that he's been doing behind the scenes with hydra and with that being said ladies and gentlemen <laughs> hail hydra <laughs> No, dead ass, hell, Hydra.